This is Psalms to God, Season 3, Episode 19, The Afterlife. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. There is no longer any reward for them, because all memory of them is lost. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 5, the complete Jewish Bible. about the afterlife or life after death. It's one of those topics that I always knew that would come up in this season since we're talking about common knowledge and things that humanity seems to just know across the board. Um, But considering what's been going on, you know, for me personally, and also what's been going on in the world, it's kind of a hard topic because death seems to be all around us right now. And so kind of took me a while to actually go ahead and like dive in and and look into the topic and start doing the research and feel comfortable talking about it. Um, It's still probably going to be one of the shorter episodes because I just generally don't want to dwell on the topic of death considering so much death is happening right now. Um, But it is something that every religion and even maybe non-religions have in common. Uh, scientists and archaeologists have gone back and studied and even for the oldest civilizations they can find they still have found that the dead were buried and they're not really sure why these people were buried what their belief was surrounding the burials but they've found ancient graves where you know people are buried but they're also buried with things similar to how the Egyptians have done most of you have studied Egyptian history in school, you know about the pyramids, you know that they were buried with like their treasures and things like that because they thought it would aid them in the afterlife. So no matter what culture you look at, there is some version of the afterlife. So if you study Hebrew scriptures, you will find mentionings of Sheol or the pit, which is what uh, translates into Christianity as hell, sort of, we're going to come back to that. Um, If you look into European traditions, particularly like the uh, the Germans had the belief in like Valhalla or like the I think it was Vikings. I think that was around Germany. I'll link links um, and sources in the show notes and whatnot. But um, there is a group that believed in Valhalla for fallen warriors or soldiers. Um, If you go into the Greeks, you will find uh, beliefs in Hades and a lot of the ideas from Greek mythology crept into Christianity. Um, My guess is because Roman mythology is essentially a carbon copy of Greek mythology and the Romans basically infiltrated Christianity and took over. A lot of the pagan traditions in Christianity come from uh, Roman interference and the Roman Catholic Church and I'm guessing that is where these things 
creep in. So if you look in the New Testament and you see the word hell, uh, if you go look at the original Greek, it will say Hades, which is what the Greeks called hell or uh, the underworld. It was ruled by the uh, Greek god known as Hades. Um, <clears throat> but it's also interesting because with that, there was this concept of the river Styx and there, you know, there was someone, I think it was Hermes maybe that led you to the river and cross and you crossed over the river into the underworld. And, um, there is definitely, uh, there's a Christian song or it's Christian song and the lyric is, um, it's something like when we cross that river to study war no more, uh, something, 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 but it's, it's talking about death and crossing a river. That concept of crossing a river to get to the next life comes from Greek mythology. It's not biblical. Um, but also like the idea of like the angel of death and stuff. I think that is also translated from the Greek mythology of having this, this, um, person who, who walks with you or accompanies you into the afterlife. Um, obviously the Egyptians, we've mentioned them slightly, they had a, a strong belief in an afterlife. This is how the pyramids came about and things like that. Um, even if you go into Eastern cultures, um, you will find uh, things like uh, Nirvana and the idea, I mean, like they have ideas about like reincarnation and things like that, but there is like a official state where you've transcended um, and you become part of, you know, the, the great spirit or something like that where you, you've reached like the highest level and you, you know, you, you become kind of like an eternal um, something where you don't have to come down here and suffer on earth. Um, and even in the Americas, when they study like Aztec culture and things like that, they also find evidence of some form of afterlife. And I find this to be one of the interesting common knowledge points because why would we assume that this was not it? Um, like there's a meme that I saw on social media where they show these two babies in a womb and the babies are arguing that, you know, obviously they're like twins and one baby believes that there's life after the womb and the other one is like, no, there's nothing after, there's nothing after like, and it, it, it like parallels the idea of, you know, being alive. Um, we don't get, we don't know what happens, right? Nobody who dies comes back and tells us, um, and from a Christian standpoint, if you do see somebody who is supposed to be dead and they're starting talking to you, you should run because the Bible tells us not to talk to the dead and that the dead know nothing. So, um, you know, we're not supposed to be talking to the dead people. So we're not, that's not how we want to find out uh, what will happen. But it seems like from time immemorial, people have had this idea that our soul, that there's a soul, right? That you have a body and then you have a soul and that the soul is separate from the body and that something that the soul is not something that's just destroyed that it, it it transfers somewhere it goes somewhere something happens and in many of these um beliefs there is still this dichotomy of if you do what's right your soul transcends to a better place and if you're doing the wrong thing that your soul descends to a lower state whether it is through like reincarnation and you get reincarnated as like a roach or whether it is the concept of heaven and hell that we see in Christianity there's some kind of idea that you will atone for your behavior here on earth and earth is seen as some kind of like test uh, a test of the soul a test of our character a test of our spirit or something like that 
And I think it's interesting that we all came to the same conclusion because if you follow like an atheistic scientific idea or ideology of the world, everything is just happenstance. We just happen to happen like the right the right explosion with the right chemicals and the right, you know, circumstance and and suddenly there was life. How I don't know, but it, you know, <clears throat> it just happened, right? Everything was coincidence. And in that regard, there's no reason for anything. There's no purpose. There's no anything. It's a very morbid idea, actually, when you really like drill into what that would mean for mankind. But at the end of it, then it's just a temporary spark, right? Like, for instance, if I light a fire, um, it's temporary because it needs fuel. And once the fuel dissipates, there is no more fire. The fire is gone. It's it was there, but now it's not. Right. Um, and in the concept of, you know, things coming together, neurons sparking and some electrical circuit happening up here to give me some sort of consciousness. In theory, once it's gone, it's just it's gone. Right. Like the same way a fire would if you look at things from a scientific standpoint. So it's interesting that from the beginning, we all assume that that's not it, that there's something more to it, that there's a purpose that we go on to a better something and that there's this other thing waiting for us. Um, you know, I don't know what animals think. I've never been able to communicate with an animal, but somehow I don't really think that animals are preparing for the next life. I mean, usually, you know, you see an animal die and they just die. Like other animals don't come and bury them and stand around them and say some words. They do grieve. I have seen animals grieve. Um, the cows that um, my family raised, when we had a death of a cow, they did lament and moo. It's a very, it's a very heartbreaking thing to hear them whining and crying over, you know, a missing loved one. So they do recognize death. They do understand that the cow is gone, but it, it didn't seem like, I mean, it's not like they went and took hay and put it by the place that we buried the cow. Like they thought that the cow would need something in the afterlife. Um, if that makes any sense, we seem to be the only ones that are that have this presence of mind to think that something is going to happen uh, or that there's something more that is waiting for us. And of course, it is definitely a source of hope, right? Um, for those of us who have loved ones that are lost, there is that sense of hope that when all is said and done, we will get to reunite with them. There's also this set of hope that like, I mean, dying is one of the only things that's guaranteed, right? Like, I know that unless unless the Lord comes back within my lifetime, um, that I will have to die. And there is something about knowing that, that we understand, or there's a hope that something better will happen, that even if I don't get everything I want in this lifetime, that I will be rewarded in the next lifetime. There's something about if I'm doing the right things now, even though I might be trampled upon in our society because our society might not value the right thing, that I'll be rewarded in the next life. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing, um, as I said, that we all came to that conclusion and that it does, it is a definitely a, a foundation or a pillar that helps us as a society to do the right thing and to move forward, to, to have hope and not despair. Because um, like I said, when you think about life in a purely atheistic scientific matter, it, it becomes very depressing. And you're like, well, what's the point? <laughs> Why am I here? 
um, which is, you know, that's the age old question, right? So uh, definitely we'll link some links in my show notes and in the uh, caption below that will link to some of the different beliefs. I didn't go too deep into them because like I said, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time dwelling on death and the afterlife. Um, but there are similar beliefs across cultures and um, I just wanted to spend a little, a little piece of the podcast mentioning this and reminding you that we do all, we have all come to that conclusion that there is a difference between our soul and our physical body. There is some sort of spiritual aspect to the human consciousness as it exists. And um, hopefully we're all doing the right thing. We know that we're not all doing the right thing, but hopefully you are doing the right thing. And hopefully in the end, we will all be in the same place in some sort of paradise where we can all enjoy life. Anyway, in the meantime, have a good week and I will see you next time. Bye.